Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Stay on the Line, a horror movie review podcast created by me, Tara Card, and also hosted by me, Tara Card. It's just an average horror movie review, so don't take anything too serious on this podcast. We're all here to have a great time. And what the fuck do I know about film? I've only been to like four film classes. So right now I am joined with a guest. It's Evelyn from literally like two weeks ago. <laughs> Hi, bitch, I'm back. Evelyn, tell us something about how you've been since you last been on. Um, You know, vibing, thriving, riding the wave, hoping for the best, trying not to drown you know the 2020 experience it'd be like that we got one month left up in this bitch so yeah i I don't think 2021 is gonna be better but let's maybe maybe we just have our hopes high okay i don't think it's gonna be better but i don't think it's gonna be worse (laughs) (laughs) for those who are tuning in we are doing a review now evelyn what movie did we watch We watched I Am a Ghost. And can you give us a brief uh, little bio about the movie? Yeah, uh, I Am a Ghost is kind of an artsy film about, uh, obviously there's spoilers here, we're reviewing the movie. Um, But we're doing a non-spoiler like introduction. Oh, non-spoiler introduction. Okay. Mm -hmm. I Am a Ghost is the story of a woman who is living in a home and the first half of the movie is kind of done in little snippet clips of that kind of repeat the same thing. Um, and throughout the movie, you discover more and more about this girl's life story and kind of the events that brought her to be the main character of this film. There's not a lot you can say so about that's it without it. spoiling <laughs> the movie, you know? So make sure you guys go watch the movie. Now you can watch it for free on Tubi, T-U-B-I. I did not know that. I just rented it because I just didn't know. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> there's a free option? I see, like, I have Google up and it, there's a free option for Tubi. Uh, okay. Well, I think it's a free streaming service, but you just have to deal with ads. Um, This movie was directed uh, by H.P. Mendoza. They also did the screenplay. The story was also by them, and they also produced it with Mark Del Lima. I don't know any of their work. Yeah, I kind of went in pretty blind. Evelyn had mentioned this movie uh, that they wanted to watch this, and I was just like, okay, like, I don't... I don't know. I'm interested in it. So we're going to get right into this. Are you excited, Evelyn? I'm stoked. And also, like, I just went on a date, so I'm feeling still kind of flirtatious, you know? Ooh, I'm very lonely, so I will Ooh. soak up all that energy. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, it was, like, literally the first, like, human interaction that I feel like I had that was just, like, so raw this year. Yeah. I, I, I'm very happy for you. you and I, you and I, it. and I topped some people without a condom. So that's as raw as it gets. Yeah. Work, bitch. Dun, 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 dun. You better work, bitch. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Can't see, but I'm doing the little duck walk thing. Okay. So the movie starts right away. There's really good use of static. I think this film has really good use of noise in general to an extent. There's some parts that bother me a bit but the use of like foley in general is really good and then we also get the strangest the credits of the movie it's like the title screen of like the movie and then it zooms out and then it's the credits 
Like instead of just doing like, this is what I thought was re- weird. Instead of doing, you know, how it'd be like directed by and it'll fade out, starring this. It was just like credits and then it zoomed out and it was just like sections off of, you know what I mean? Did you, did you, yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting way of doing it because it kind of ties into like, how the movie is structured in that, you know, as 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 we intro the movie, you were kind of treated to these like five or six different scenes. And the framing of the film is with little vignettes. So the corners are all rounded and they kind of look like like films uh, or like old photos. So at the at the end of the movie, when she's realized that, you know, she is a ghost and all, all of her hauntings kind of disappear. It's Wow, spoilers same... for the end of the movie. You said... <laughs> The, the title is I am a ghost. What do you think she is? Honestly, I was starting to feel like she might have not been a ghost. Like, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay, but, okay. But yeah, you were talking about like the, it basically the title screen, I just thought was kind of interesting. It honestly kind of looked like a um, a music festival poster where it was just like a bunch of words, a big word, big names, small names, all in one like, <laughs> do you know just what I'm talking like, about? Yeah, it was just, it's very <laughs> strange, but it was like, very effective. So it cuts to the scene of Emily. Emily is just cooking these eggs, and these eggs are speaking English, Spanish. This pussy top. This, this <laughs> these eggs are like so fucking loud. I was like, how much oil did she put in this fucking pan? It is like, you know, like gunfire shit. She's burning the house down. She's ready yeah. to go. It, it, that's what I talked about fully. I was like, okay, is are these eggs really that motherfucking loud? Like, shit. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Mainly the whole thing is it'll do scenes like that for a couple seconds and then it'll cut immediately to black. And I thought, I was watching this on my phone. I thought my phone died. <laughs> Several times in the movie, I thought my phone died. Oh, also everything for probably 30 minutes in and for the most part throughout, everything is just so framed well where there's always an object in the middle of the frame mm-hmm. where it could be like a bed frame it could be a staircase beam there's always something where it looks like you're in the middle of a room yeah like you feel like you're in this home a little bit as well do you have anything to add to that <laughs> about um, the scenes about the scenes not so much there's just kind of a general vibe because the first sort of the, of the movie is just like these same kind of scenes and then they repeat and there are identical scenes like when emily is making the eggs she cracks the egg and it's the same splatter on the side of the uh, pan each time she does it so you're kind of like wait what is happening here and they all seem to be really like normal kind of like everyday moments in the life of this woman but in some of the scenes there's like a footstep in the attic and she'll like look up Oh, oh, and then the the sound in that, I'm like, is this man getting dicked down? It's the sound of this man in the attic, and it's like, oh, oh, uh, fully like Minecraft zombie just in the attic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And that Minecraft zombie was getting its prostate like tapped. (laughs) You know, knock, knock, baby. So, yeah, it seems like that Emily will just open up a drawer. She's, I I wrote down, Emily's life seems really boring. (laughs) It's just like she's having a normal life and it's it is boring like it's not necessarily very interesting to start with it is not like she just like opens up a drawer and she's like oh there's marbles in here a picture of some sailors who look gay some gay sailors some gay sailors are in this movie. 
And then um, she in pulls out in that same drawer two little figurines, and they're like humping, and she can like pull them apart, and they like insert the penis into the other one. They're like marble. <laughs> what is this, Annie? She spends like a minute crying on the couch to a picture frame that I don't understand still. That picture. Okay, so I have a thesis about this movie, and we'll get to that. But these moments are all really important. Yeah, I, I mean, love that you're not getting it because I'm like I. I understand. What are you calling me a dumb bitch? No, huh? Because bitch. I don't watch that. I don't watch that wee wee smart shit. <laughs> no. But basically, it'll be frames like that. Her going to pick up flowers, and then it opens. The, it shows her open the door, but you see the outside of the door. It's just nobody's there. It opens and then it just closes. So it you're slam shut. Yeah, you don't see Emily there. You just see a door open and then it closes. Um, It shows her, like, waking up, her, like, walking up to a room. She hears something. She stares into that room, and then she drops her broom and her bucket and just, like, runs away. Um, It's a lot of scenes like that. There's also a scene where she's eating her egg in the strangest way ever. She cuts open the, like, the runny part and just, like, dips bread in it. You don't eat your eggs like that? Bitch, I don't eat eggs. It looks weird. Like, just cut your food and eat it, bitch. But you dip your toast in the eggs and then you got, like, egg toast. It's well, good. Well, why don't you just cut a piece of the egg off and put it on the toast? Because if it's runny, then it's like a, it's, you know, it's like a, you stew, you sop it up. you like. The only thing I sop up is them pussy juices. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Could you imagine just, ooh. I did a, a biscuit sopping uh, motion on camera, but she's eating these eggs and then she just like zones out and she takes a knife in her hand. She holds it up and then it cuts. And then the next scene is her like throwing up in the bathroom sink with her, her right hand. She has bandage now. So it's implied that she stabbed her arm, uh, but you don't see it initially. So I'm like, okay, this is a little weird. And then it just starts repeating. I, I don't know if I left out any particular scenes, Uh, It repeats a lot of that stuff until eventually she steps into this room, Mm -hmm. which is like the, her mom's bedroom. Her mom's bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. She steps into her mom's bedroom and she's just looking around like, what the fuck? And then she hears a noise. And when she uh, initially hears it, she freaks out. Cause like, what the fuck is this? This is when I had an issue with sound because it's like a little bit out of sync when they first start doing it. It's not Emily speaking into a room. It's like, kind of voiced over Emily in a room. Yeah, voices definitely sound different. It sounds like this podcast. It's a little (laughs) like in a quiet room. You've got like a nice microphone. I've got a hope and a prayer. Oh, are they performing this weekend? Hope and prayer? They are the twins, yeah. Medium is contacting Emily. The medium's name is Sylvia. Sylvia's goal is to exercise, not exercise. Is that the correct word? Uh, the um, correct word? She mentioned something like that. Emily is like, you're trying to banish me. And she's like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you move on to the next place. Yeah. So she basically starts like telling Emily, like, I repeat after me. I am a ghost. I am a ghost. I am a ghost. And usually with Sylvia, whenever she tells ghosts that, they kind of understand they're a ghost and they can pass on. For some reason, Emily is not able to pass on yet, and we don't know why. She's having this conversation with Sylvia, rehashing things like, how did how did you die? And uh, Emily's like, well, I was, I was stabbed. I was murdered on this carpet. 
by a gray man. And then Emily is basically just asking Sylvia a lot of the questions. Like Emily is like, why can't, why can't I just leave? And she's like, well, if you leave without closing out, like closing out with being like talking to Sylvia, she'll forget everything. So apparently Emily has been in this room a lot and she just keeps forgetting because she'll freak out and just run out the door, which is what she does end up doing. She was like, she's like, all you have to do is just walk through me. Emily and Emily is just like about to do it, but then she just fucking sprints like out the door of the just room. Panics and leaves. Yeah, and like it pisses Sylvia off. Sylvia's like, "Bitch, you you promise every time." And then she goes, "Anyways," like she's like clearly a little upset by Emily. She's being pissed off because she's been through this. She's been through this with Emily several times. It's what it's saying. Several times, yeah. Because they first we're first introduced to Sylvia. Sylvia's a disembodied voice in this room. And Emily picks up a lamp and is like, who are you? What are you doing? And Sylvia says, put the lamp down, meaning she can see what Emily is doing. And Sylvia starts she, singing but, a song. I was going to say, um, she can't necessarily see Emily. She can just see things moving right. in the room. She can see like Emily interacting with things. So Sylvia starts describing, she starts singing this song to her which is the same tune as this music box that Emily picked up in one of the memories. And that immediately is like, oh, that is a song that my mom sang to me. Why do you know that? Oh, now I remember. And like jogs her memory. And they have this conversation again. And Sylvia talks about the hauntings the family is currently living in this house have experienced. And there are things like the front door slamming when she goes out to get groceries in one of her memories or the bucket and mop that she's like carrying in another memory dropping to the floor. Pans moving the kitchen as Emily's like cooking eggs in a memory. Yeah, so basically Emily is haunting this house. It's Sylvia's job to have Sylvia or have Emily pass on. And then she's like, well, what if I, why can't, what if I just try to leave the house? And- <laughs> Well, eventually they close off. Yeah. Um, before she does that, I liked Sylvia in some questions, like Emily will ask a question and then Sylvia is just quiet. And then Emily is like, um, hello. And, <laughs> and then Sylvia's like, bitch, I don't know the answers. Like, fuck. <laughs> Sylvia's fully like, ask, like she's asking these questions and Sylvia's like, I don't know. Usually my job is done by now. Like we're ready to move on. Why are you here? <laughs> and also Sylvia, like she doesn't know what will happen to Emily if she were to just leave the house. Like she doesn't know. Usually with the procedures that Sylvia does, like she doesn't want Emily doing anything different because like she just doesn't know what would happen to Emily if she doesn't follow the right, you know, steps. So eventually Emily does leave the room. She starts having her same things again. She comes back into the room eventually. I just randomly wrote down this girl must have a lot of protein because she's eating so many fucking eggs. <laughs> So many fucking eggs. So much eggs. It's kind of gross. Here's the first instance of something kind of weird going on. When Emily's eating her eggs, the radio starts to go a little bit weird. And it's just a man who's like repeating Emily, Emily, Emily. And that's when she gets weird and then takes that knife and stabs herself. Mm -hmm. So so now we're, we're kind of getting like, okay, what's going on? Spirit chat. What the fuck? What did I write down? <laughs> What? I think I, I'm meant to put spirit show what the fuck. Because there was at points at this time where I thought Emily was possessed by somebody or was, mm. was a ghost being possessed or like being haunted by a yeah. demon. Or there was instances where I did not trust Sylvia and I thought that Sylvia was possibly a demon or a ghost. Okay, that's fair. 
Isn't that weird? Eventually, Emily finds her way back into the room where she has her talks with Sylvia. And Sylvia, she quickly remembers everything, which I thought was pretty interesting. When you close off, Sylvia describes closing off as like, you become very cognizant of what happens. Yeah, but she didn't close off the last time. The first, the only time we saw them, she didn't close off with her. So I was surprised that she had remembered everything because she did not close off. Because to close off, she has to walk through Sylvia and she avoided doing that. Right. Um, Eventually she comes back into the room. Is this when she actually does close off? Um, Or is there a little bit of backstory? There's, There's a little bit of exposition there and then they close off. I think. Emily starts talking about how, no, the exposition comes after they close off. Okay, so she closes off first. So they close off, and then Emily falls to the ground. Yeah, because she was like, oh, bitch, I'm not gonna have you run out this motherfucking room. She was like, I'm standing right in front of you. Right in front. Like, Sylvia was like, we're doing it this time, goddammit. So they close off, Emily drops to the ground, clutching her stomach. She has a, she organized At the same time. A what? She organiumed? Yes. Orgasm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because she's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> she falls to the ground and at the same time also backs away from her body standing. Um, so it's almost like she has left her own body and is watching herself be murdered again. And then it goes into the kind of this montage scene. Yeah, it goes into this weird montage scene that I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> it's it this was, montage it... scene of like, there's a, a father and son, like, walking through a field and some birds and then like a scene of Emily is talking and there's a man she's in a chair and there's a light being strapped down on her and she's presumably strapped it's from her point of view and the man delivers electroshock therapy to her oh I did not see See, maybe I was zoning out I was like is this this some google stock photo like image shit (laughs) no bitch this is like the crux of the film this is was, her whole exposition. So Emily gets electroshock therapy and then wakes back up in the room with Sylvia. And Emily describes again her murder. She was stabbed to death by a demon on this very rug, the rug where they closed off on. And Emily starts talking about how when she was a child, she would black out and she would go through these phases where she would she would black out and then she'd wake back up and she was strangling her sister or she was trying to stab her mother or all these other malicious things. Yeah, and where she was like when Sylvia Sylvia was like, when they sing that song to remember everything, because I think this is when she sings that song. She goes, I hate that song. She was like, well, you told me your Mm -hmm. mother taught you it. And she's like, well, I don't fucking like my mom. Yeah, I hate Um, my mom. She hates her mom because her mom and her sister just left her in the house to basically just die. Like, they just were like, we can't take care of her anymore. She's got issues where she's blacking out a lot and can be, like, violent. So they're like, fuck it, we're leaving you. She says something like, oh, well, I was murdered here. And then Sylvia's like, you weren't murdered. And Emily's like, what what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? What do you mean? I very clearly remember being stabbed to death. Yeah, and she was like, no, you killed yourself. You stabbed yourself to death. And Emily's mm-hmm. like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Not happened. Boing, Scoob. Um, <laughs> Emily is having a mental breakdown as she is dead because now she has closed off. She's like, well, can I go do that walking out the door thing we were talking about? And Sylvia's like, bitch, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what will happen. She did that thing where she was like, just like quiet. And she was like, Sylvia, and she's like, I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> Sylvia's really just sounds like an old woman just trying to fucking do her job. And I bet the people living there are just like, can you fucking get rid of this fucking ghost? Do you even know what you're fucking doing? (laughs) 
Sylvia's like, I promise I'm really good at this. I've done this so many times. There was one moment, before, this is when Emily, before Emily freaks out and leaves the room, she does remember herself because she's like technically like closed off and she remembers everything. But before she leaves, she's like switching on the lamp. Sylvia goes, I can see you turning the lamp on and off. She goes, oh, sorry. Like Emily <laughs> just goes, it just seemed like she like cut like character like, oh, sorry. Like did not mean to do that. Oops. So, like my bad. Um, at this point, Emily is now in the house watching herself and her own memories. And she's like, wow, this is weird. But why can't I leave? Like, this is kind of strange. Has it been brought up why she's still there or has... Does she have that conversation later? No, she has that conversation after she freaks out after what yes. happens in that room. So she's watching her memories and she's like, wow, I am a boring person. <laughs> but eventually she's like standing in this bedroom and she was like, wow, look at me. I'm just like, I look so weird. It's like, I'm not even here. And then she like waves her hand in front of her memory. And then her memory turns and looks right fucking at her. Cause she fucking mugs her. Yeah. Her, cause her memory sees or like hears Emily. It heard Emily and was like, what the fuck was that? And it has this, there's a couple shots in this movie where it does like a split shot of like, it's a solid room. And then the camera, like the camera's on Emily, the solid room, like panning back and forth, like looking at the room. I don't fucking see anything in here, but what the fuck was that noise? And it turns out Emily scared herself. And now she's freaking the fuck out. She's like, Sylvia, I need to get the fuck out of here. I just scared the shit out of myself. I look so scared. Please let me out. After this, I think this is when she opens the door, right? Yeah, yeah. At this point, Emily's like, let's try opening the door. I just want to try anything. I'm ready to fucking go. Yeah. So Emily goes to the front door of the house and opens it. And the camera is set. So it's like facing the front door, which is just a front door. Like There's if you're blackness all around it, just a front door. Yeah. She opens it and the camera zooms back and pans back until the door is like just a teeny piece of the screen and it's all blackness. It zooms in. And then it's like quietly, like Emily just with her mouth open, like she's screaming, but you don't hear anything. And as soon as it gets close, it's like, then it cuts in and you can hear Emily screaming because she's so fucking terrified. Because I think that's when she like finally realizes, oh my fucking God, uh, this is, I can't do anything. Like I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere. It's it's really, that was one moment in the film because it wasn't too scary for me. There were some parts <laughs> that I thought were scary. That was one point in the film where I was like, oh my God, that's fucking scary. Just like imagining opening your front door. It's just fucking darkness. There's nothing out there. It's not like the room, the lights are off. It's just, there's nothing there. Literally nothing. Sylvia, when she gets back in the room, she's talking to Sylvia, like there was nothing out there. Sylvia's like, it's okay. Not, you know, some people are scared of the dark. It's fine. She's like, no, bitch. I mean, it's not night. I mean, there was not a world. There's nothing. Yeah, she was like, it was blacker than black. There was literally, it was the darkest that I've ever seen anything. I've experienced darkness. That was not darkness. That was nothing. She's freaking out. And I think this is when, when she tells Emily that she has multiple personalities. We're going to take a break. Hello. Okay, let's take a break. Keep listening and also listen to this ad. So I make like two cents. Thank you. Hi guys, welcome back. Okay, good job. The last time you kind of just sat there in silence. <laughs> oh, well, I was not expecting to be cued. Uh, well, last time I was like, so Evelyn, you want to welcome us back? And you're like, yep. I thought that was welcoming <laughs> enough. 
<laughs> her blackouts were caused because she has multiple personalities of another person. The, the person who she's describing as this man killing her was her personality stabbing in herself. And that's what killed her. Mm-hmm. She can't close off and pass on because she needs her second personality to realize that they're dead too, which is some fucking meta shit. <laughs> yes. At this point, this is when she's just fucking dicking around, going around the house. Sylvia's like, where haven't you been in the house? You've been everywhere. Where haven't you been? She mentions the attic and Sylvia is like, well, why don't you go to the attic if you haven't been there? She's like, well, because my mom would always attempt to put me in there, but I don't remember like ever going in there. And it's most likely because her second personality, they were put in the attic and Emily just doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I am I on the right track? Yeah, yeah. Baby. Um, Emily would be locked. Her mom locked her in the attic when she was bad. And Sylvia suggests she doesn't like the attic because of what it represents. So Sylvia goes, or Emily goes all the way upstairs and like goes in the attic and it's really tense. And she's like, goes to the open door. And the attic is also very dark. And it's kind of framed the same way as when the, the door, front door is open where there's nothing, except there are things. In yeah, the you attic, can see things nothing. in there. There's like a couple of beams and it's just a, creepy old attic but there's not a monster there's not a ghost or anything in there but she does like hear some noises but and then she leaves is this when she gets to the bottom of the staircase is this when she hears more things and then i think that's when he comes down yeah okay she starts hearing things and that's when she sees her second personality i'm just gonna call it him Mm -hmm. she sees him it's this (laughs) it's this naked man (laughs) i didn't but naked. But naked. You see dong. White. You see dong in this movie. I did not expect dong in this movie. Yeah, baby. Dong and, and testicles. He starts. He he looks like the little um boy from The Grudge. He does like skin white, ugly haircut, and his eyes are just black holes. Okay, but it was like it looked like a Snapchat filter. I wish that they it's did fully a Snapchat filter. I wish that they had done some prosthetics or something because it looked really bad but he's coming down it's a spiral staircase like a metal spiral staircase so she sees it coming down and she's like what the fuck is that and it just starts screaming and charging at her that was fucking scary because one time i had literally a nightmare like this where this was like one of the scariest nightmares i ever had this was like probably five years ago and i woke up and i was crying Oh my God. Um, I was in this, I was in a dream and it was like my very old house I used to live in. And then there was just a bunch of people in the house and I'm like, okay, I'm quickly going to do something. I turn around and then it's just darkness. And then I turn around the whole house, all the lights are off, completely dark. Um, and I just see someone standing like near the door and then it just starts charging at me. Oh, I hate that. And I and I woke up from that. It was the scariest thing. I remember that dream too. It was so fucking scary. That's what this reminded me of, this scene from this movie, where she's just fucking bolting down this fucking house, going down the stairs, and he's just chasing after her until she closes herself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then he gives this really weird monologue that's like, I hated you. <laughs> I, I have the monologue and I can perform it real quick. Yeah, can you, can, you, can you perform this for me? Well, actually, yeah. first, tell me what you were thinking in this moment when he starts coming down the stairs and stuff, so. I flipped. This, like, this was the moment. Because I first saw this movie six, seven years ago, something like that. And this movie fucked me up. I was not okay for days after seeing this. Like, it was totally traumatizing. And I'll get to why in a minute. But, like, 
when he came down the stairs, that's when like my stomach left my asshole. And I was like, this is not okay anymore. You're like, I'm scared. <laughs> I hated this. I still, I watched it the other night. I could not sleep. I just didn't go to bed. I kept the lights <laughs> on. I was like, ee! it's not scary is the thing. Like, it's not really that scary of a movie, but it fucks with me. So he chases her through the house into the bathroom. He's buck naked. She's in the bathroom, like back against the door. And as his monologue, the only lines he has is, you haven't found me, I've come to you. I've lived in your body for my entire life, living your insipid existence, hearing your futile pleas for answers. Answers to questions you could never muster the intelligence to ask. Answers that you wouldn't be able to handle had you received them. I had to answer to your stupid name, as it was called. And then he's, he goes on, um, I've been called a demon and a monster, yet I'm the victim. Uh, I hope for release when I killed you. And then Emily, at that point- No, wait, did he say I'm the victim or was she the victim? And yet I'm the victim. Wait, how does that make sense? See, this is my theory. We'll is get this... to it once we get to the end. Okay, 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 wait, finish finish this part off. Um, at this point, Emily, he goes quiet from behind the door. And Emily so... kind of backs up and lets the door be opened. And he bursts in and chokes her. And then it resets. But now now she's like freaking out because she knows that something's not right. And she's going, she's screaming for Sylvia. Mm-hmm. She's like, Sylvia, this fucking naked man. Well, she was like screaming for her when... She was being chased too, but now she's yeah. like ultimately freaking out. She starts seeing herself being murdered by him, right? Is it does it show like him stabbing her and then it turns yeah. into her stabbing herself? So she runs back into the room, into oh, her mother's yeah. bedroom where Sylvia is, the okay. room where she was murdered. So reenacting exactly how she died. She yeah, runs into this room and he chases in her, her in there. And then he gets on top of her and he it looks almost like a rape scene. Like yeah. He's naked, she's screaming, and then he starts stabbing her. And then the movie resets again. And then she is reliving the same experience of being at the top of the stairs, running back down to this room. He's chasing her, he stabs her again. Yeah. And and, then- and basically you see like an extra like stencil like self her watching it happen too. And then you see naked man in the corner of the room watching it happen as well. And then eventually you don't start seeing him killing her. You see Emily stabbing herself. It switches. And so you start seeing that Emily is stabbing herself. That body is stabbing itself on the floor. And it's also an interesting point that the eyes switched at that point. Because this whole time the demon man has had black holes for eyes. Yeah, he had the Snapchat filter and then it came off. It goes to Emily's body. And she has the, the black eyes and he has just regular eyes. Oh, I didn't notice the Emily having different eyes, but I did notice that they took off his Snapchat filter and uh-huh. he was, and now he was scared. So now they're in this position where he's also watching this body be stabbed and he's terrified. Emily's on the other side of the room as well. There's three bodies in this room, also terrified. And Sylvia comes in and Sylvia had mentioned earlier in the movie that once they've accepted their death or something that Sylvia can't really interact with them, she just has to guide them. So Sylvia's yelling from the, from the other side saying go to light this is not a place for the dead move on continue to light move on move past um and, and prior to this you can hear her like in the distance in some scenes saying that so she's repeating this thing the saying and then eventually the movie cuts to black yeah darkness creeps in around them movie cuts to black and that's the end and i said uh i have it written down uh that was the movie question marks and i said thoughts was kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Now tell me 
I mean, now that we're talking about it, I have some undertext that probably makes sense now. Watching it for the first time, trying to figure out what was going on, I was kind of like, huh? One note that I want to say, this movie was probably very easy to make because it was a lot of the same scenes repeated. Yeah, they did this in like a day, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They did this in a day. Tell me what you think. Okay, so when I first saw this movie was before I had come out as trans. This was, you know, probably four years before I even started doing drag. So I had no concept, but the idea of a man being trapped in my body was terrifying to me. Because throughout the movie, I really identified with Emily and, you know, just, she was the main character, she's last, you know, I kind of like projected onto her. And then all of a sudden there's a man trapped in her body, freaked me the fuck out. So really, I think this movie is a trans narrative. I think Emily is trans. That's what I was realizing midway through of us talking, I was like, Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's all these little hints throughout the movie. So when Emily's sitting on the couch, she's, you know, she rubs the face of a young boy in this photo. And she mentions that she has a mother and a sister and a father, but never a brother. So I'm assuming that that photo is her pre-transition. Her family abandons her. That's a very, you know, trans narrative. She is called a psychopath and uh, is given- Yeah, a multiple person- Therapy. Yeah, or like multiple personalities, like that they would like deem people, you know, who are trans, mm-hmm. like not like mentally ill and that they have multiple, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the movie is- kind of spaced between essentially therapy sessions with Sylvia, um, where Sylvia is comforting Emily because Emily mentions she has a demon inside of her and that her mother tried to abandon her in the woods. And Sylvia is like, you know, I had a similar experience. My mom also tried to abandon me. She said she had had enough of my unholy talks with the dead. And Emily defends her with like, no, but you have like a gift, a talent. And like, there's, there's this moment of like solidarity of like, they've both been outcasted by this largest society. And so are kind of queer people just finding each other. There's Sylvia, a scene, queer stan. You know, we, we, we stand Sylvia. But I, honestly, when I first watched this, I was like, Sylvia's sus. I don't trust Sylvia. Cause I mm-hmm. genuinely thought that she was like possibly a demon. I was just trying to like fuck with her or a yeah. ghost trying to fuck with her. That, it's an interesting take. And I've heard a couple of other reviews like that, but I- No, I yours makes Sylvia sense. Immediately. Yeah. See, I didn't, you know why? Why? I don't know. So, you know, in the monster's like main speech, not even the monster, the man in her body, he mentions things like, I've lived in your body my entire life. Um, I've had to answer to your stupid name. I've been called a demon and a monster, and yet I'm the victim. And then Emily kills herself. And, you know, she's chased by a naked man into a bathroom. And like a bathroom, how does for it can you get? Like that is the peak of like, how much this sucks. And for him to be just a naked, scary thing, like to be scared of a naked body is very much like a trans thing, you know? The memory of, you know, a father and a son walking through a field is probably her and her father before he passed. Oh, wait, so why is the demon mad? Like, why did Sylvia have the dark eyes on? I mean, Emily, I mean, Emily. I'm not sure. Um, because the more I watched it, the more I was like, I don't know, like, who is you know, the true host or whatever. I also am like, I think maybe the trans narrative is stretching what this movie truly is a little bit. I can understand it, but I think... I think in reality, I, it is a movie about multiple personalities. Definitely was a movie that awakened me to, like, my transness and my, like, being scared of, like, a man inside me. I'm friends with the monster inside of my bed. 
want to say we're Get friends, along with but... the voices <laughs> alone in my head. What are your over, overall thoughts on this movie? You know, I really loved this movie. I really do. I've seen it three times now. First time I saw it, freaked me out. I hated it. I didn't hate it, but I was like so scared by it. Then I went to watch it on Halloween with my cousins because I was like, oh my God, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. I was like, oh, this is so dorky. This is so embarrassing. Oh no. Because it's really not like a scary movie. Like it really all of the tension is the last 15 minutes. It, yeah, literally the last 15 minutes in this like over hour movie. The, and the only other like scary scene is when Emily like returns from getting groceries the first time. And there's a mirror like directly in front of the camera that she's kind of blocking. She bends over to like put her basket down and take her headscarf off. And the mirror comes into full view. And that's when the music's like, and like, it's really scary. And you're like, oh, it's a jump scare, but it's just a mirror. Yeah, it's literally just a mirror. I was like, huh? That registered with me. Like their mirrors are featured twice in this movie. Once where it's maybe a jump scare, but it's not. Um, and then also where the scene that keeps repeating where Emily is in the bathroom after she's been stabbed in the hand, looks in the mirror and says, oh God. Oh, and then slams her fucking face in the mirror. And then slams her face in the mirror. Yeah. And It'd like, be like that sometimes. From puberty up until three years ago, I could not look at myself in the mirror. Like that was, I could not do it. I could not look at myself. So that was a scene that I like registered with. Because um, when the demon is kind of like announced in the movie, you get the second half of all of these scenes that we've seen, like waking up in the bed and then she slaps herself. She's cooking breakfast and then she puts her hand in the pan and burns it. She's in the bathroom. She says, oh God, and then slams her face in the mirror. Yeah, as they're really living these scenes in the, in the chase scene, she looks in the mirror and instead of her face, it's his face. And he says, your God is dead which like work but that was very much like a fear that I had because that was a period of time where I was like struggling with like trying to accept myself as like who am I who exists (laughs) am I Um, a ghost in my own body am I a ghost you know and the movie opens with um an Emily Dickinson quote uh one need not be a chamber to be haunted one not need be a house the brain has corridors suppressing material place. You better come through with the Google search. Maybe I, it was at the beginning of the movie. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting movie. I, that's the last thing I wrote was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Having the second conversation, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Would I watch it again? Mm, no, I would have to rent it. <laughs> <laughs> you know for four dollars maybe not worth it yeah but uh it was interesting to watch mm-hmm. the shots were really nice i really like that um center just having everything have a center in the room and just like keeping on that yeah. really just it really stays like that for most of the shots except for when she's in the room with sylvia which is yeah. probably why it's a little different because she's interacting with something else and the other ones are stagnant because they're just memories right they're, they're set up as like Polaroids, as like little snapshots in time. So when they close off, Emily kind of watches her memories go. And then I think it's like six memories that are kind of like featured throughout the movie. They're all put on screen side by side in their own little like boxes. They're just snapshots. Yeah, and like they eventually they eventually fade away as soon as mm-hmm. like Emily's about to pass over. Yeah, so the ending leaves me. I think she and her other self are stuck in eternity watching them murder themselves. Oh, 
see what I thought happened was it cutting to black was kind of like the door and it was just like they finally passed over and it's just nothing that's also probable I would I would argue that like because the implication that ghosts exist and that Emily is a cognizant being means there is something beyond that. I I would think, I think they're in hell or a version of it. Well, uh, I, I think they're at least out of the house now because they've technically kind of been exercised out. I think that's the true horror of the movie is that Emily's memories fade out, but Emily will be trapped in that room because darkness seeps around from the corners and not a light and they're both kind of stuck and there's not really like an escape so i think they're stuck in that room in that horror for eternity and sylvia is just like okay she must be gone bye girl doesn't feel any better oh yeah and oh so this is one thing where i couldn't trust sylvia because when she was like, well, if you walk into me like it won't hurt no ghost has told me it it's her and when she when she first, when Emily first walks through Sylvia, she, like she, like we were saying, she's like, Ugh, like, like she's been stabbed. Like she's in so much fucking pain. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe Sylvia was bad. You know, it's open to interpretation. She's a ghostbuster. She said, let me whip the toaster out fetch this bitch in here. Evelyn, even though you were here like literally not too long ago, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Evelyn Evermore. It's spelled like it is in the the title or the description or the whatever. So it's E-V-E-L-Y-N space (laughs) M-O-O-R-E. Is is it not? No, there's Evermore. You just, Evelyn, you just gave up on. Why did you have me spell it? Like you didn't spell it. You the one with the spell check here well now you spelled it e-v-e-r-m-o-o-r-e do you know who i am do you, have you wait did i what did i say how is e- my name spelled in your phone e-v-e-r-m-o-o-r-e <laughs> yes that's correct what did and i say after so, that what did i say before that you full alphabet soup i don't even know that. <laughs> i'm pretty sh- i'm dyslexic okay You'll play that back. There was a couple of A's in there. A. A. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can find this podcast on Stay on the Line TC on Twitter and Stay on the Line Podcast on Instagram. Evelyn could not find that little action figure uh, picture, so it did not go up. So I, I could not. I'm so sorry. You said that memory belongs to me and me only. I'm sorry, that memory faded when Sylvia took me out of the house. (laughs) We love a callback. All right. Uh, You can also find my personal uh, things at T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. Same thing, like, for everything. Oh, you can spell um, your own name right. Uh, yeah, bitch, you should have spelled your own, okay? <laughs> what, what is this, a motherfucking SAT question? Fucking giving me big ass words? Pop quiz, yeah. Okay, how many continents are there? <sighs> Next. How many Next o- question. How many oceans are there? Skip. All right. Which continent are we in right now? Can I phone a friend? Evelyn, <laughs> do you not know <laughs> any of these? You know... Let me get back to you. For now, let's stay on the line. You guys have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. There's roughly going to be a new episode every week on Thursday. So just tune in on Thursdays for a new episode on Spotify. It's also on Anchor. I usually just 
use Spotify because like everyone uses Spotify. So, and whenever it does get available on iTunes, it's not yet. Maybe leave a good review if it pops up on there. Also follow on Spotify. You can actually follow the podcast. And that is everything. Goodbye. Until next time, stay on the line. I don't know. Everyone say bye. Bye. Bye.